G'day and welcome to the Larry Lakers. I'm Tony and we're joined today by a lot of questions from you, the uh, viewers. They can send them in to thelarrylakers at gmail.com or put them in the comments below. We love to have your questions because that makes the show what it is here today. 109-101, the Lakers have beaten the Kings in a preseason game. Welcome to LA. Well, really, welcome to Disneyland. They weren't near enough to it there out at Anna in the place where I think the Ducks play in the ice hockey. They weren't at the crypto, but they were in Los Angeles, albeit a fair way out. If you get, ever go there and you get those shuttles, it seems to take forever in those shuttles to get out to Anaheim. But did the D'Angelo train keep going? Did it continue to roll? Could it be Don't Go D'Angelo 3, like Rocky 1, 2, 3? What about Don't Go D'Angelo 3? A bit like the end of Shane. Shane, Don't Go. What a book, what a movie. Here it is. Welcome to LA, Gabe Vincent. D'Angelo, did he continue? Who played today? Was everyone available? Did we rest some players? Who stood out? Great questions. Who concerned us? Are there still some concerns about some players who haven't quite clicked in Game 3? So, Gabe, Russell and Rui Rui. Oi, oi. Away it goes. Wow, wow. Rui Rui. He's playing well. Three years ago today, what happened three years ago on this day? Swiderman, THT, speaking of blasts from the past like three years ago today in our recent history Swiderman, THT and T. Bryant what are they up to and to throw one more in that rhymes with that McGee he he was in that championship three years ago let's talk about what he did today short shorts are back or are they I don't think everyone's wearing short shorts, but there is one pair running around on the LA Lakers. We'll talk about that in a minute. The boys of summer. There's a rumour that they got a whole quarter together. The boys of summer league. Could it be? How did they go? And who's next for the LA Lakers? Radio folks, three years ago today, you guessed it, I bet you're all over it, the Lakers won the championship in the bubble. I did look on some of the Facebook pages and I, there were people saying, you know, the weakest championship ever won. And then, of course, people would counter the hardest championship ever won. Uh, those of us who, who went through the various aspects of COVID would know what it was like. Imagine going away and playing it away from home for all of that period of time. No home games there for anyone pretty close to a home game perhaps if you were Miami or really the Orlando Magic but they weren't there Miami uh, and they got to the final of course Miami not far from them from home but three years ago today who could forget we still will count it and I'll go with the other crowd that say could have been one of the hardest championships ever won and AD back in form everyone says when's he returning to that could there be signs of that this season maybe there is about Swiderman, THT, Javal McGee and T. Bryant. What's going on there? Three years ago today, but what about history a little closer? You can't keep everyone. People keep saying, I wish we had Cole Swider. Well, you're not alone. I love to see Cole Swider. He was a project. I think the Lakers kept him as long as they could. Just didn't seem to be able to create his uh, shot. I think they were hoping he would be a Bogdanovich there, uh, sort of a lighter version of him from the uh, Detroit Pistons there. But didn't quite get that football work that Bogdanovich has. Didn't quite get that ability to create his shot. Somehow, in this game, he got 17 points 
in the fourth quarter. I think he was something like two of seven, three of seven. And But he said his teammates in a post-game interview kept sh- shooting it. Shoot it, shoot it. They kept saying to him, have a shot there, Cole. You can do it. And he believes in himself. He, he's a shooter. <laughs> he doesn't mind missing some and then still taking another one. But it was great to see a Laker. I hope it doesn't come back to bite us. But Cole Swider, he hit him and they were behind. They had to sneak up and win that in the last minute and a half. Cole Swider, if you can get it, have a look at least at the highlights. And there's even packages going around just to the fourth quarter bits for Cole Swider. You don't even have to watch the whole game. Get a look at it if you can. I think on our good places like YouTube, you'll track it down. Down. Don't upset the NBA by going to unofficial sites, but you'll see the game. And um, Swider, mate, oh, he hit some great shots, and it was good to see him. He even looked slimmer and faster. Something about the Miami Heat uniform, or maybe their strength and conditioning. But the Lakers did put some time into him. We're happy to see him succeed, as long as it's not when he's playing us. Now, what about THT? He uh, top scored with uh, 22 points there. 24 points. He's 22 years of age for Utah against the Clippers. But in the THT case, they tried to storm home, but it was a loss against the Clippers. Cole Swider to rub, rub it into the Lakers just a little bit more. You'll laugh at this. Cole Swider and the other former Laker, Thomas Bryant, combined for 32 points. So 17 there for Cole Swider, all in the fourth quarter. Okay, let's get back to the Lakers. 109-101. The game leaders, if you're pumping into the NBA, they'll say, D. Russell, yeah, great. The D'Angelo, don't go. Part three, like Rocky, continues. We still don't want him to go, but watch this. He pops up again. Eight assists. D'Angelo, don't go. Don't get traded. Lakers, keep this man. He seems to be doing something. I realise he has quiet times, but the shooting can't continue like this. But... Look at this, the assists are there. If he can balance those times when he's not quite shooting from the three, he's also got a little bit of magic touching close. Couple of little changes of speed and he got to layups today. Very clever, very classy with that left hand. Torian prints seven rebounds, but I think it was better than that for Torian. But there they are, if people say, you know, points, rebounds, assists, who stood out. They're the three, but there was much more in this game and we'll have a look at them. Okay, what about Gabe Vincent? A couple of uh, shows ago, two shows in a row, the last two in a row, go back and have a look at them. We said we weren't worried about Gabe Vincent. We think think something's coming. He was sort of two or seven-ish around that range last game. He was looking a little more aggressively for his shot. But this time, I think he got the opportunity to start. We'll have a look at that shortly because there were quite a few players out. We commented on the fact that he probably hadn't uh, had a fair sort of uh, case to put forward because a lot of his games so far had been with the bench. So Wally's uh, real plus minus was often in the uh, slight negative area. We weren't worried about it because he probably hadn't had the chance to play with the players uh, that he's perhaps used to or, or that standard that really suits his game and that he played with at Miami. So today, let's see how he went. He's he up here uh, pictured in this shot for those on the YouTube against uh, Darian, Darren Fox. So he was one of the best players there for the uh, Sacramento Kings, as was Sabonis. 
Well, have a look at this. These are the two standouts, along with a couple of others. I will say Rui Rui was very good. Here's our starters, as we said, uh, in terms of Gabe Vincent getting a go with the starters. Plus, I think he's been sort of heating up like um, the crockpot. He's been coming along nicely, slowly heating up to uh, this season. He's got a bit of experience now. He's been there with the heat. He knows what it takes to get in condition and get in timing. So Gabe Vincent, in his third game, here's some really good signs. Torian Prince started. Rui Rui, he was there. Jackson Hayes, now we talked about him last time. He's got the nod ahead of Christian Wood, whereas it looked like it might have been a promise or something when he signed the other way around that Christian Wood might get the time ahead of Jackson Hayes. But at least in this preseason game, Jackson Hayes started and Gabe Vincent and D'Angelo Russell. So there's the five. Let's have a look at the uh, standouts there though. Gabe Vincent in his 26 minutes, 7 of 12 shooting, but this is the beauty. 4 of 8 from three-point land. We've commented on it before. If he's replacing um, Dennis Schroeder, and I'm not sure that he is, but I guess he is as a point-of-attack defender, but their games are a little bit different. Um, this shot of his, it, it's a quicker release. It's deeper uh, than uh, Dennis Schroeder, who was able to get his release uh, in the uh, World Cup there, winning for Germany, hit some threes, much to the annoyance of the other teams, including the USA at one stage there with Austin Reeves. But replacing Dennis Schroeder, I guess, around uh, that money and what they're both on now, a little bit more Dennis Schroeder perhaps there with the Raptors. But what matters is Gabe Vincent's with us. He played well and he's starting to get better and better. Today, he showed he could hit the three if the um, defender... Uh, tried to pop under the screen, even one today in a crowd where the defender was still close, but just got a little under the screen, tried to get around under the screen, and he hit it. That's how quick he can get it off and in that crowd. And then another one, uh, very close uh, succession to that, running down the court, and he's hit on a pull-up on the run. So um, a couple of different ways he can get his three off, which adds to the promise there. But 50% a day, we might not always get that, but welcome today, Gabe Vincent in La La Land, Disneyland. We're just about there at Anaheim. Great to see. What a time to stand up. Only the two assists. 18 points, though, and a real plus minus of 11. Torian Prince, a good game, solid game. Uh, 12 and his real plus minus. Uh, five of nine from the field. Two of five from three. A couple of them rushed. They were very late in the shot clock. Uh, people were right up on him, and he had to take them. One was incredibly late. He really had to. It was a fraction of a second uh, before the shot clock was off. He really, it was a hospital pass. Somebody's given it to him and <laughs> really set him up and just avoided the miss for those guys. Uh, they, they knew it was running out. And uh, another one was was a little bit um, uh, under the hammer, pretty close to a foul, or the player was right on him. But a couple of uh, plays later, you thought, well, he, as he put the three-point shot away, uh, Torian Prince, he hit one from the corner, and it was absolute cracker. And you thought, well, this is close. His defense looked good. Uh, again, how do you get a charge on this guy, Sabonis? He <laughs> He runs people over. Uh, he, he's uh, blocked one there that um, hit uh, poor old um, Max Christie in the face. But let's concentrate on Torian Prince. He tried to get in front of Sabonis a couple of times. Looked like a charge and it was reversed on appeal there. But we said last time he, he was getting a lot of fouls. He had fouled off then he had the five because he's getting himself just about there. Today he's getting even closer to getting there and getting the charge. As you can see, just the two personal 
fouls after having a run of six uh, in just 12 minutes fouled off and five in the last game, even though there were signs of improvement. Rui Hachimore, well done, Rui. We might talk about him in a minute there, but another good game. Jackson Hayes, this is one we should have a look at. Uh, hasn't missed a hasn't missed a shot. I don't think that can continue, but we talked about it last time. If you're shooting from above the rim, uh, it's pretty hard to miss. Jackson Hayes, not still looking a little uh, unorthodox at times, but uh, a little awkward. But he is keen. He's out there. He's a big body. He's the sort of body we need in the physicality there if we're going to play against some of the, the bigger centres like Embiid and uh, Jokic. It's just starting to rain here, so you'll hear the good rain on the roof, and we need it because it's pretty dry around these parts. But Jackson Hayes, uh, 14 points and a positive real plus minus of five. Let's move on. Folks, this was another lineup. We've uh, had. We said Darren Fox was one. It was the almost the uh, match of the D hyphens, uh, D'Angelo and Darren, uh, because I think they uh, marked each other a fair bit. And um, I think uh, D'Angelo lifted a little bit. He's a guy who's called slow at times. And um, once or twice there, he just did a little hezzy and accelerated past uh, Darren Fox. Another time, a guy who's been criticised for his lack of defence, uh, D'Angelo Russell, got a nice little block on um, Darren Fox. So he's a guy who's been highly fancy, fancied in the form of Fox Two left-handers as well, so it was interesting. Uh, different style of shot there from the three-point land, but uh, the slow uh, to slow sort of game shift, that's very uh, sort of classy and sleek from D'Angelo Russell versus the speed that was early from Darren Fox in his career that he's now learned to sort of control a bit. He's become like a 20-plus point a game player and he was the crunch time player of the year last year in the NBA. So I think it was, even though this is just a trial game, just a pre-season game, there was something in it for uh, D'Angelo Russell to find something different. Having shot the ball well in the first two games, I think he found something to spark him up a little bit and I think it was the matchup with Fox. Folks, who did play and who didn't play? Well, there was really a starting team on the bench. Austin Reeves did not play. Um, we've got our man here, Vanderbilt. Uh, he didn't play there, Jared. So uh, that was interesting that Vanderbilt didn't play. That heel, it was said to be day-to-day. -day. Cam Reddish, who we were concerned about, one, fitting in the team, but getting injured so early that he hasn't had a chance to fit in the team. Cam Reddish uh, was on the list as day-to-day -day as well. So that could be good news there that Vanderbilt and Reddish are day-to-day. -day. AD had a rest after playing well in the first two games, looking really good, AD. So probably smart to give him a little rest there. And LeBron had a rest having played uh, one game. So hopefully we'll see him in the next game against uh, Golden State. But there's four guys you could easily start in um, a Lakers <laughs> uniform. Rightio, folks, we'll try and finish off in a storm here, but who else um, was on the edge of concern? If those guys stood out, uh, what happened? Well, Jalen Hood Shafino. That's a storm here, but Jalen Hood Shafino, 20 minutes, uh, look, but just 20% from field goal average. Lucky JaVale McGee was doing very JaVale McGee type things, and... Um, 
was willing to uh, block on his shots, but it was already off the backboard. So goaltending gave the basket straight to Jalen Huchifino, which got him on the boards and another little basket there. He looked good in defence, got one or two steals there. Nice to see there in defence. But Jalen Huchifino, um, still struggling to score, looks very strong in terms of getting the ball to where we need to get it. That's a great thing. Looks good in defence and uh, is quite a good rebounder for a guard. Christian Wood, look, he look, he got more points today, 13 points. He's got uh, 5 of 7, 71%. That's great. He looked a little bit better today, but in the third quarter, something must happen. They must switch on up here. He still looked like he was forcing the ball a bit in the uh, third quarter and a couple of times there they were teammates let go by the Dallas Mavericks interesting to see that they were against each other today he and JaVale McGee and a couple of times I thought defensively JaVale got the better of him except for one there early overplayed him for the three-pointer and he looked a bit rusty putting the ball on the floor a couple of times but this time Wood couple of bounces, beautiful bit dunk, and I think that ruined his confidence for the whole game. We didn't quite get the same game from Maxwell Lewis, but he still looks a good athlete. you still got to be happy with 60% shooting in his 50, uh, 15 minutes. 15 minutes, 60% shooting, 7 points. He was a minus 2 on his uh, real plus minus, but he still looks a good athlete, promising and uh, looks like he's got more points in him at this stage than Huchifino. is pretty close, but it just looks a bit pushed and a little hard at the ring, some of his shots. Maybe he'll settle in there and find something just a little softer in the shot range. Uh, so three players we're a bit concerned about. Uh, today, Maxwell Lewis, still exciting, just a peg back. Uh, a couple of times, he's only got one turnover on here, but it looked like he was involved in sort of three or more turnovers where he uh, might have travelled or had a foot out or just where he'd do a pump fake on the three-point line on the corner, go around his man, and it didn't quite work out. So he looked athletically keen to get there, keen to impress, but a, a couple of uh, turnovers it looked like, but there's only one on this um, stat sheet today. Still looks athletic. Wood, a better game. Still a couple of concerning signs for reinforcing the ball and maybe putting the ball on the floor. We need a little bit more dynamic game from him if he can develop it. Uh, and Jalen Huchifino still looks strong, but we need a little bit of a softer touch on the shot. We need minutes for him to find that. It looks like, it looks like a good prospect, particularly defensively, and still a strong player. Okay, short shorts are back. Somebody asks, what is going on? Are short shorts back? I don't think all the Lakers are wearing the short shorts, but one man certainly is, and that man is Maxwell Lewis, the standout from last game. Short shorts are back for Maxwell. I don't think it's catching on with the rest of the team, or perhaps he's got very long legs and very long arms, but he's still a good player, a good athlete at this stage. And uh, look, if I had long legs, perhaps I'd be wearing even shorter shorts if I was that good an athlete. Torian Prince, we talked about him, had a good game, 13 points, 55% uh, shooting, two or five, we'll take that, 40% from the three point. A little unfair, as I said, one he had to force up there. Hayes, 
the opportunity to start, um, as we said, was it prom more minutes promised or some sort of point in the rotation to Christian Wood? But let's see if Jackson Hayes can continue in this form. And what an interesting starting five. Max Christie, he's the one I'd like to have a look at. He, uh, the shooting wasn't there today for Max. He was a star of Summer League, but again, he looks classy. The three, zero from three, I'd like to see him work to the mid-range. He did one or two there today that were fantastic. Worked to that mid-range, off the shoulder or the elbow of the key, and he's got a sleek sort of slight fall away, gets very high in the air. I'd like to see him use that. That's that soft touch that we'd like to see Hood Shafino get if he could, Jalen Hood Shafino. So keep going with it, Max Christie. But for fans who are wondering how he went today, a little down. They gave him a good run at 28 minutes, almost 29. Uh, seven points is nice. Uh, four turnovers, as you can see there, wasn't quite on for him today. Four, uh, sorry, uh, four turnovers, yes, it wasn't quite there for our friend Max Christie, the hope of Summer League and the rookie from last year. Hey, what about the boys of summer? Someone asks, what is going on with the boys of summer? Says Sean of Abbey Takeaway. Well, Sean, the boys of summer, we're still keen to get them. But guess what? They were all on for the fourth quarter. All the lads were on. The Fudge, the Hodge, Colin Castleton. It was fantastic to see them there. Jalen Hood Shafino and Maxwell Lewis. They were the five. The other team still had some veterans on. But uh, um, particularly guys like Malik Monk, the ex-Laker, who can play, he was on, but we just put on, good on your Darwin Ham. He put on the boys of summer, even towards the end there, uh, got on uh, guys like uh, Scotty Pippen Jr. to see if perhaps he can get signed or end up in the South Bay Lakers or perhaps uh, be a, a possible 10-day contract or something for another team. Good to get him on. He served the uh, club well last year with the South Bay Lakers. But again, this time, Castleton, not quite as good as he was in the previous times, but he sneaks up in the stats, 50% from his shooting. A couple of them, you'd, you'd like to get that really close mid-range, just edge of the paint. It looks promising, but it just misses, just looks like a little push. Love to see him work on that. He taps rebounds and keeps them alive. In this case, seven rebounds in 15 minutes, but you'll note they were all defensive rebounds. Be lovely to see if we could get him on the offensive boards as well. Uh, two blocks in short time. How about that? He did have a couple of turnovers a day. Looked awkward. Looked a bit like a newborn deer. But he is a tall young fellow, perhaps still growing there, and we'll see if he can develop into a prospect. But he looks a promising team smart player, like a sort of uh, early uh, rookie season uh, Austin Reeves in that he's a team player, smart, doesn't do a lot of stupid things on the court or a lot of selfish things. Seems a good player, seems to read the offence and be a willing passer and team orientated man. Our man Demoy Hodge who I've raved about, not quite there today, but 0-4 uh, from the field, looked to be forcing his shot a little bit. Uh, he had plenty of time, he seemed to be rushing it as though it was two minutes of garbage time left. The ball didn't come to him and, and he didn't get it where he wasn't sort of covered very often, therefore I think he thought when I've got it 
I'd better try and push something. And really, uh, he's a bit better waiting and letting the ball move and come to him. He's quite a great shooter if he's got just a little bit of space. Demoy Hodge, he's a great defender. I'd like to see how he goes against uh, more NBA-caliber players. But have a look. He's got this. He forced a turnover. And he nearly forced a couple of others. He'd stripped them and it just got jassled, which team sort of attached, tatch off a foot and recalled to have come off his foot last. But he'd really caused half a steal and a fumble from the uh, opposition there in the Kings a couple of times. So Demoy Hodge, one to have a look at still, but not quite as good a game today. Okay, Sabonis, so what have you got to do against this guy to get the offensive foul? I mean, our poor friend there, uh, Max Christie, a good smack in the face, <laughs> no call. And then down the other end, he's trying to defend him, uh, a smack in the face. So he got a smack in the face, he's gone for a dunk, a super dunk. Everyone stood up and up, but instead of being straight up, slightly in like he's spiking the volleyball, down comes the arm and elbow of the man here, uh, Sabonis, and smacks our man uh, Christie in the face. Then they get down the other end. Christie's on defence, tries to take a charge. Elbow comes across from our man Sabonis, smack in the head again for poor old uh, Max Christie. Then moments later, he's uh, run into our uh, Torian Prince, who's, as we said, starting to get close. Early on, he was a little off balance, and players were just running into him. And before you know it, six fouls, see you later. Five fouls, second game. But it really was pretty close to a charge this time again. In fact, it was called a charge and reversed on appeal. So uh, this man stood out, pretty aggressive, elbows going around. Harrison Barnes, still a very classy player, can get to the basket uh, and get a three, physically strong, got all the skills. Interesting to see this guy, Sasha Veznikov, Vezenkov, uh, who is one of the European uh, MVPs. So the European MVP over here playing for the Kings. Kevin Huerta, if he's not hitting his three, the red velvet as they call him, tall, skinny, red guy, uh, red-headed young fellow, uh, but good on the three-pointer, much improved player, but one of five, uh, one of four from three. If that's not on, his um, contribution to the game is sometimes a little limited. Good to see Malik Monk there, the former Laker, but once again, two or nine, he's willing to put up some threes, Malik, as people could remember, but didn't quite get that instant microwave offense that he got going a bit for the Lakers, which got him a, a big pay rise in a three-year contract there with the Kings. Okay, so what's coming up next? Thanks for sticking through us through a rainstorm, but people have said, thanks for today's game, Tony. What's next? Well, the Lakers, they were today at Anaheim, next game in just two days. So on Friday, US time, over there on the California side, it'll be 7 p.m. And in the uh, down under, the world down under, the, the Australians, it'll be Saturday's time. But this game will be back at Crypto. Golden State Warriors, we've already played them up at Golden State. We're bringing this game back here. Let's see if LeBron plays in this game. I'd like to think you'll play in one of these two games. The next game after that, two days later, against the Milwaukee Bucks at Crypto. We haven't seen much of Giannis Antetokounmpo when the Bucks have been playing. Great to see the Lopez brothers, who I think themselves love Disneyland. They love coming over. And then a four-day break, and then going out to Palm Springs. So a little bit of a mix there. Phoenix Suns, they'll be used to that sort of temperature. And um, I hope LeBron plays in one of those. So if he plays in one of the two that are close to close, close together, uh, we might see some of the 
stars like LeBron, AD, Austin Reeves, if he's one of the stars now, but he's a big timer, and uh, maybe Vando. Good to see those get blokes back, and maybe Cam Reddish, if we can see all of those fellows back. That'll be good to see. But please, subscribe, share, comment. Let's get your comments below on what you think's going to happen. Who should we start? Uh, should we be concerned about any of these players? Have you got alarm bells ringing already? Do some need to go to the South Bay Lakers? And do we save, for example, that 15 spot? There's a lot of players to get on. It's been interesting playing two bigs at once. Is that because we've got two bigs or we've got too many there? Darvin Ham, he's getting those guys on. Great to see. Is it a real strategy? Could we be playing someone like Christian Wood as well as a centre like Jackson Hayes or Anthony Davis or Jackson Hayes and Anthony Davis? Even a little bit of Colin Castleton today where some of the other centres were on. So interesting to see some of that play. Darwin Ham, he hasn't done it a lot, but maybe we want to go back to some of it. Or is it just because there's so many players? Does he want to go two bigs or is it because we've got too many. Now, uh, like, subscribe, comment, share. We've told you all that. Go to our uh, podcast. It's on all good platforms like your Spotify, your Audible even. It's on Audible. I thought only books are on there, but hey, this podcast is on there. Now, uh, get on to that. And uh, until next time, stay safe. Thanks for listening. We look forward to it. We'll see you then.